day, mi gente. I'm your host, Peter Blade. Thank you for tuning in to Boricua Stand Up, brought to you by, you know, your Puerto Rican If Facebook page. March 2nd, 2022. That's today's date. March 2nd, 1917. Was the day that the Jones and Sephiroth Act was put into legislation. Now, where am I getting at with this? March 2nd, 1917 was the day that basically gave Puerto Ricans the right of way of being citizens from that day on. March 17, uh, March 2nd, I mean, that's 105 years of Puerto Ricans being citizens of the United States of America. Being that Americans first came into United States rule in 1898, uh, during the Spanish-American War, where the Spanish lost Puerto Rico to the Americans in an invasion. That makes it 124 years since we had a relationship with the Americans. 124 years. We've been citizens for 105 years to the United States. Our flag that we wailed so proudly, the flag of the United States Commonwealth of, 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 of Puerto Rico has only been into effect 70 years. 70 years, the flag that we know of today has been legal and accepted in the United States. Before 1952, you would think, wow, if 1952 was only 70 years ago, then what flag do we have then? There was another flag, an unknown flag to many of us here, but in Puerto Rico, there was a flag that was raised and created in 1868 which was a revolt called El Grito, El Grito de Lares. A distinct flag since, since the one we have today was being flown or being recognized by people in the mainland of Puerto Rico. In 1948, there was a gag law and that gag law was that it made it illegal, it made it a crime to display or own the Puerto Rican flag, the flag of Lares. Made it illegal, it made it a crime, kind of like flag burning today. All right? That kind of has something to do with the uh, nationalist parties and people that were fighting to have their flag recognized, which it wasn't, it was totally squashed 
1952, the Commonwealth flag, the flag that we have today, the one that we marched for on Fifth Avenue, became into effect, totally squashing the opposing teams of the Independent Nationalist Party ran by Pedro Abisu Campos. That was in the 50s and, and stuff. In case you guys don't know, uh, there, there was many insurrections to try to preserve that flag of 1868. There was a lot of people that was fighting so that that flag would not be a commonwealth of the United States of America. Oh, it got violent. It got brutal. It got to the point where, yes, a president almost got assassinated, President Truman, and the House of Representatives has got um, under attack by several young Nationalist Party members, of one of which we all know now by Lolita Lebron. There was a lot that went on to preserve or raise flags and create an identity, an identity as a nation. Uh, Puerto Rico has always wanted to be recognized and its own as its own, but would rather conduct and do businesses with the safe zone of the United States. Now you might ask, why did the United States go to Puerto Rico and created the 1917 Jones Act? What made the United States turn around and be like, you know what, we want Puerto Rico to be citizens, why not, right? Why wouldn't they do that to any other country? Be like, you know what, you guys are citizens because, you know, in my book or in my, to my knowledge, that's unheard of. United States just don't go anywhere besides Hawaii and claim it a state. But it had much to do with the war, World War One. Because in 1917 was when the war started, right? March 2nd, 1917, Puerto Ricans became U.S. citizens, but what did Puerto Ricans have to give in return? And that is the implementation of the blood tax. The blood tax is when Puerto Rico doesn't hold tax representation, 